Tonight, a man behind bars accused of driving his car to a crowd of protesters in Virginia. Good evening, I'm Brian Hackney. And I'm Juliette Goodrich. The chaos all unfolded during a white nationalist rally. One person was killed, dozens of others injured. And tonight... Hey, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. This is Aaron Ashley Simon. And this is Brandon Killer BH Hall. And, and you are listening to another episode of Grassroots Podcast, where it's not just about where you're going, where you currently are, but it's also about where you came from. Today is actually a really special episode. Brandon and I decided to, that it was really important to talk about uh, this topic, about everything that's going on with Charlottesville, the white nationalist protests, and everything like that, sure. but not in the way where it is. Uh, super political. We wanted to talk about our grassroots and how it basically applies to everything that's going on and how we kind of view the situations from our experience because, you know, with the white nationalists, the KKK and everything that's going on, to some people that this is something that's new or it's been amplified or they may be surprised. But as a black woman and a black man in this country, this is something that we've been dealing with and living with our entire lives. Mm -hmm. So... We wanted to, you know, we're not going to sit here and be like, you know, politics is politics that, da, da, da. that's that we'll leave that for someone else. So we're going to talk about our own personal stories and our own personal views and what we think should be done in order to best unify us in a positive manner. I know Brandon had a interesting experience recently. To say, to say the least, I, I wouldn't call it interesting. I, I would call it tempting. Uh, minorities when at a time where you shouldn't be tempting minorities to yeah. act very stereotypical is yeah. what I'll say. Um, you know, I, w- I was away uh, for a few days, had a little mental break considering, you know, loss of my grandmother. So I kind of wanted to escape. So we went out to Arizona, had some, you know, friends and family out there. So, you know, we're enjoying having, having a nice time out. And uh, we go to this restaurant. This restaurant is known. I won't name the name because, you know, obviously I'm not going to do that. We're not for bashing people, but I will bash the people that were in the establishment. So, uh, you know, back to the story, you know, in this restaurant, enjoying ourselves and uh, a family, Caucasian family sits next to us and diagonally. So we're, you know, now again, drinks are flowing just like drinks are flowing for them. It's a normal environment. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I see this couple, they they keep turning around. Now, normally I don't really care because I either look at it like either A, they're uh, staring at me because I look good <laughs> or B, <laughs> they're staring at me because I look weird. <laughs> it's, it's one of the two. I don't ever attribute it. And I know that, that that's my ignorance just because I try not to think or negatively. Think Joe Budden. Yeah. Oh, sh- yeah. Yeah. I've gotten that. I've gotten that. Hey, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so anyway, um, so no, I think that normally, you know, I'm thinking, all right, it's, it's just whatever. I never really think that even though I'm super paranoid, but then it, it proceeded to happen for the next hour, I was flabbergasted. I couldn't understand what was going on. Fast forwarding, 
I see the older couple, they keep staring at us to the point where now it's it's almost like a staring competition. We're, we're locked eyes dead on and just looking at each other like, I'm looking at you, you fucking looking at me, and we just looking. <laughs> That's just where we're at. We're just looking. So then a friend of mine who, uh, you know, she needed to get some air. She suffered from some anxiety. So she kept having to yeah. get out, you know, and she kept, you know, very apologetic. Hey, I'm sorry. Cause she, I think grazed them at one point. She said, Hey, I'm really sorry. I just really got to get some air. You know, no big deal. Normal, normal yeah. shit that people deal with. And, um, they come and sit back down and the guy looks at her, looks her up and down. And she said, all right, I think it's time to go. We need to get, we need to get out away from this area. Mm-hmm. First thing he said. So I, at, at this point, it, it's one of those, fucking you know like the kill bill theme music that plays that's what was playing through my fucking head at this point i'm like why say that like you don't know what this girl's going through you don't know why she she's getting up the way that she is you don't know what's happening you just automatically assume that Mm -hmm. um you know we're we're being disruptive or whatever and, and and not really understanding and i think that that's what's lost like i was letting you enjoy your fucking time you know being loud drunk obnoxious spilling drinks while we were, you know, minding our business yeah. and enjoying ourselves as well, yet we're the problem. We're we're the people that are, uh, you know, causing a disruption in your pleasure. I, I just couldn't understand that. I, and, and for me, I I don't do well with things like that. I feel like, and I just feel like black people in general or minorities, I'll say, because not I don't want to put put that in a box, but I yeah. just feel like minorities in general, we normally are very good and or accepting of other races and or other. Uh, sexualities or preferences you know we don't judge and I think that's only because we've been oppressed for so many years and we've always had to deal with these things but I just don't understand why present day that type of energy is not reciprocated after everything we've been through you know as a culture and you would think that um, people would really kind of factor in that it takes more energy to hate someone especially for a color i never understand that but Mm -hmm. it takes more energy to hate someone to think of malicious things to do say or whatever than to just accept them yeah i mean but it's i've noticed that people tend to generalize an entire group based off of one experience or even like based off of what they see on freaking tv when i went to university of kentucky there were some people i met that said that that was the first time they've ever met a black person in their lives was when they went to college, which to me, I'm like, wow, like that's crazy. And and some of those people based off of what they see on TV or that one bad experience that they have with mm-hmm. a specific ethnic group, that's, they generalize an, an entire group. Now, you know, of course we're not going to say that all white people are racist because that's unfair. That's the yeah, same way as people that. saying that all black people are criminals. You know, I'm never going to say that, but there are people that do that. They generalize, which is never, never good. And you know what? Kudos to you for keeping it calm. Cause I know that stuff really pisses me off, especially like um, when I was in Kentucky, I went to um, a Walgreens and I went up to go get my medicine. And just like the simplest thing, like this woman moving her purse from one side to the other Uh. as if I'm going to like take her money. Now, in my head, I'm like, woman, listen, my family is very well off. Like, I don't need your money. Like that shit pisses me off. And. Um, I think now more than ever, people are just like amazed about, oh my God, this, this racism, it's crazy. Like it's so out there and, and it's in the South. No, racism's also in the North too. It's just the difference between overt racism and covert racism, which I actually spoke to Angela Rye about the Mm -hmm. other day. Well, I mean, I, to your point, I think that it, 
I think it's the wrong time, too, though, yeah. to be fucking with minorities. Like, uh, I, I've seen a lot of posts, and I agree with them wholeheartedly, where, you know, you see people say, we're not our ancestors. We're not going to sit here and just be bullied and be yeah. talked to a certain way. You know, I, the recent, uh, come to think about it, fucking... Uh, the Bun B shit that just that just came out, even though I just found out that happened a year ago. But that for me d- did something for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Seeing someone uh, that I look up to and admire, like a Bun B, that is is very pro black and and is for the culture. Uh, you know, pretty much going to his accuser and saying, "Fuck you." Now do something. Yeah. Now we in public. You want to flip me off, and I'm trying to be positive, and you want to just be negative about the shit. So now do something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's things like that. I, I feel like. This day and age has to happen in order for people to get the point that yeah. we're not going to take it. We are not our ancestors. We are not our mothers and fathers and, and, and uh, grandparents. We're not these people. You're not going to talk bad about us and you're not going to, uh, you know, try to suppress uh, our growth in America mm-hmm. because we own this shit just like you own it. We built this joint to <laughs> Angela Rye's uh, point. We built this shit. You know, same thing. Uh, I saw a video of a fucking... Uh, some guy driving a, a, a car and you know you have little air fresheners that you hang yeah his or his uh ornament was a noose and then there was a black dude nah, that made good. him Mm-mm. yeah but i made him that made him take the shit down yeah drove he said i will crash my car right into your shit take that down the dude was so scared threw it out the window but i'm just like why would you do that a noose like think about that a noose man a noose driving on the 405 wherever the fuck he was yeah. and thought it would be okay to hang a noose in the mirror uh, mirror rather of of the car and it's also crazy too because it's like you know I, some people are making these comments like oh slavery was a long time ago this but the civil rights was like 60 years ago like that's not that far removed. At and there all. are people that are still alive who are experiencing and seeing what's going on now who were hosed down, who had dogs uh, coming at them, who were beaten. And they're seeing this again. And it's crazy. It's like you have these family members who went through that. And it's just like, again? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's crazy. It's like, I feel like when it comes, especially when it comes to history, it's like when you take one step forward, you got to take three steps back mm-hmm. in order to go five steps forward. And, and we're at that point right now where it feels so backwards. But I mean, I, I have hope. And I think that the one thing about this experience, like I'm not I'm not really big for violence. That's just how I am naturally. But I think with this whole experience, I think it's opening the eyes of people who just aren't used to daily racism in mm-hmm. so many different forms. The one thing that Trump kind of brought to light, it wasn't the super racist people that he brought to light. Those mm-hmm. people have always been around. What he actually brought to light were the coworkers, yeah. the friends, mm-hmm. the people that smiled in your face. But when they went home, they would talk badly about black people, minorities. Those are the people he brought to light more. And it's just like, wow, like even when I'm on social media, there's people I went to school with and stuff and I'm seeing the stuff they're saying. And I'm like, you were my friend. You played sports with me and you, you're saying some crazy stuff right now. And, like, that's, and that's the crazy shit, too, because, again, it's one of those things that people talk about now where you have the, the undercover uh, racists out there in the world where you think like your, your man or your friend is... Is, you know, they don't mm-hmm. look at you in that light and, and and there isn't an elephant in the room. But yeah. come to find out there is a fucking elephant in the room and you feel the way about something. You know what I mean? And I think 
to your point, uh, Trump found that out uh, most recently. I can't. I don't remember the gentleman's name, and I probably won't even give him any light just because fuck him. But there was a gentleman that uh, Trump was championing for. Yeah. Uh, and, and saying how he thought this was a good American and, you know, how he supports them. And these are just good, kind-hearted people. And that same person went back and said all types of racist shit about Trump, saying, you know, this Jew is married to this uh, so-and-so, and he he's he's right along the lines of African-Americans and what's wrong with this society, too. And I'm, I'm I, Trump hasn't, I don't, at least I, to my knowledge, I don't think he uh, made a comment about it or a statement about it, but it's like, now how do you feel? Now do you see how it feels to be, uh, befriend someone and, and entrust and champion someone all for them to just shit on you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's what, you know, black people go through every day. And and, we're, and it's not to say that that white people are bad. Like, I, I have uh, friends I've known for years. Yeah, amazing friends. That feel the exact same way that I feel. And I love them for that. You know what I mean? They don't they don't look at us like uh, we're a, an abomination. I don't look at them like they're an abomination. I respect them for them, yeah. for their craft, who they are. And I think we need more of that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it, there isn't enough of that in the world where... Uh, everything is normal and just yeah. we're all uplifting each each other. You know, I feel like love is the answer in, in certain as, aspects of, of everything. And silence is not the answer right now either. Like people are saying, oh, you know, what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. Yeah. Right now, you can't be silent because if mm-hmm. you're silent, that means that you are approving of the bad stuff You're a that's part happening. of the problem. You're part of the problem. 100%. Silence, 100% agree. You, you can't do that anymore. Um, but you know, I, I don't want us to be entirely negative and I know that we're not, but I felt like you and I agree. This is something that we had to address and have people understand that like this stuff is just being amplified, but the, this level of racism has been going on and I can say it, whoever is a minority or black person that's listening to us right now, Mm -hmm. they will probably say, oh, this shit has been going on for a long time. It's just more amplified now. Like it may, you may not experience like straight up called the N word, Mm -hmm. but there's little things that people say or do that is just as bad. You know, everything from moving the purse to the side Mm -hmm. or saying like, oh, you, you date white people. Like, why don't you just date your own kind like that's just some crazy stuff and it's just it blows my mind um but of course like i said i don't want to be too negative i want to go more into the positive route and i think one of the the things that brandon and i are going to really do is with grassroots podcast we aren't going to just interview and talk to rappers Mm -hmm. we we are we do plan on talking to someone who's in the politics field we want to provide a safe free open platform for people to tell their truths Mm -hmm. and to tell their stories Mm -hmm. and not feel like we're gonna misconstrue or they're gonna get chastised you know and we encourage you know you guys as listeners as well you know it's more than just views it's more than just followers and and, and quick hits and things like this if you have a platform use it use it to your benefit you know obviously we we we're uh, we plan on interviewing all different uh, types of people, but when things like this happen, you have a platform and you have an audience that you can get this out to, and and obviously in a positive manner, then do it. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, we're all fighting the same issue, and that's Trump and the administration. That's really what it boils down to. I think a lot of people that voted for him, um, they regret it. I think that a lot of people that were never for him are now looking at it like, all right, do you guys want to come and, and play in the sandbox with us? Because yeah. now you guys are seeing all the health care bills that you guys wanted to get rid of and all of the, the uh, different variations of changes that are happening. You now see how it's affecting the country. At what point do we just unify yeah. once? 
We did it once with with with, uh, with Obama. Why don't we do it again? Because this long term is not good for the country. Whether you're white, black, Indian, Spanish, it don't matter. It's not good for the country. And I think that we need to just be more open minded to the greater good of America and just also just, you know, be more accepting. Yeah. It, it don't take much. A lot of times you'll learn more from someone that you never even thought you would get along with than the person you've known your entire life. And that's a fact. Yes. Facts. You know, you can't judge a book by its cover. You got to look at the chapters and the words in between. And um, a few things that we suggest and think that everyone should do is one, get politically involved. Mm-hmm. Not just when a president is going to be elected. Understand who's your mayor. What's going on in your community politically? What's going on in Congress? What's going on in general? If you don't understand or you don't understand specific terminologies or Mm -hmm. what really is going on, find people that understand. There are platforms like one of my favorite platforms is actually Vox.com, Vox Media. They really kind of break things down so that you can further understand. And Mm -hmm. I know that people probably be like, oh, media is biased. Well, that's why you got to look at multiple different platforms and multiple different media entities don't just look at one mm-hmm. um secondly get involved in your community help improve your community start discussions within your community mm-hmm. help to you know build the businesses um i actually uh, you, you saw the the jay-z yeah. interview right mm-hmm. and he talked about how you know in our community we don't support each other enough. We get mad. Like, we get mad. We get mad when someone, when someone's successful and we don't financially support. It's a fact. For example, LeVar Ball yeah. with his situation. Yeah, of course he didn't do things the right way, mm-hmm. but it's just like you got to look at it. It's like this man's trying to change. Every person that's every person that created some sort of change or did something big, mm-hmm. everyone thought they were crazy at first. And and that's the funny thing when we when we had the Royce interview. Obviously, this was off air because you guys didn't hear this part. But I asked Royce about what he thought about the Levar Ball thing, and he said, and I, I I agree. He said, you know, how can I get mad at a father wanting his son to succeed and mm-hmm. having the utmost respect? Yeah, and you know, having just knowing that his son can do all these amazing things. That's what a father's supposed to be. Would you rather him, you know, be the father that wasn't there? <laughs> Would you rather him be the father that, that beat him and put him down? Do you or want takes this? money from him? Or yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, why is it this father is getting so much backlash for having the utmost faith in his child? Really think about that. Forget the antics. Forget the the uh, yeah. WWE clips and the him talking uh, shit to Jordan. Forget all of that. He's supporting his kid. Yeah, we need more of that. <laughs> We need more fathers like him in the world. I don't care what it is. It may not be politically correct. It may be unorthodox. But at the end of the day, you can never say or question the love he has for his son. That's dope. That's dope. No, that definitely is. Like I told you before, like, listen... there's certain ways and certain things that he that that he's done to kind of brand himself to help market his kids that mm-hmm. he could have done differently. But I think at the core, like you said, I think at the core, he it's genuine. He just yeah. wants to make sure that his sons get the best opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it too, of course his his oldest son is good at basketball, but the whole publicity and 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 and, and marketing that went around it, it mm-hmm. did help his son. Yeah. It did help him get to a certain level of notoriety mm-hmm. more than some draft players yeah. ever get mm-hmm. coming out of college. Yeah. So, you know, it's, we just as a community, we have to support each other. We have to not be af- afraid of supporting one another economically, um, 
physically going to events um vocally we just got to support each other more educate ourselves support each other and build our community up no more bashing each other no more putting each other down because mm. we think that some what someone's doing is crazy because honestly every amazing successful person was probably called crazy once in their life and now look at them i agree I think, but to be successful or to, to reach a certain stardom, I think everyone has their own idiosyncrasies and are crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't I know name, I am. Yeah, I, I, listen, I know, I'm, I know I'm crazy. I say it a lot. I, That's I, why we linked up. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, our story is crazy when you think I about know, it. I know, right? But I think that that's what, what happens. You have these people that, um, you know, have a, a crazy way or maybe a crazy way of thinking on the outside looking in, but... It's one of those things where we, we think differently yeah. and, and we express ourselves differently. And that's why we, we come together as a collective and we try to bring out the best content. And I think that that's what creators and, and, and everyone else does. That's, that's, that's what happens. Your brain thinks with the left and the right and, and then you come up with this magic. It just makes sense. So, I mean, I think, you know, just... And uh, I guess in closing, it's just, you know, more love, more uh, positivity out there. Support people, yeah. uh, you know, stop thinking so negative about when you see your friend opening up a business or uh, they give you an idea. As opposed to beating them down, try to help them out. Try to support them. Try to give them as much information as possible so that they're successful. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I I definitely want to end this podcast episode off differently than we had before. Come and tell us what you're doing, what you're trying to achieve, mm-hmm. what what you want to do in the community. Like, tweet us at grassrootspod, G-R-A-S-S-R-O-U-T-E-S-P-O-D. Message us on Instagram, grassrootspodcast, the entire name. Mm-hmm. We want to know what you're doing your, in your community, what you're trying to achieve, how you're giving back, or even what are some things that you may not know politically that you would want to know. Because, like I said, we are going to have someone who's in politics who is actually a mayor mm-hmm. and um you know we can get some of your questions answered we really want to help enlighten not just from an entertainment standpoint but also from an educational standpoint the one thing we can help with is tickets and warrants though so if you're if you're calling just because you want that to get taken care of that's not gonna, <laughs> that's not gonna, that's not gonna happen because i still got tickets and stuff too so <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out <laughs> psa we ain't gonna help you with tickets no more but Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Grassroots Podcast. We know that you don't have to listen to this podcast, but you are, and we appreciate you tremendously. Um, We have so many, so many awesome guests coming on. I can't even tell you who exactly yet. Uh, We obviously, we interviewed Red Man, as you guys heard in the previous one, but I got another special one coming up. We're pulling, they're coming out of the woodwork. So stay tuned for the next episode a grassroots podcast. My name is Aaron Ashley Simon. And I'm Killer BH, Brandon Hall. And we out. In the long history of the world, only a few generations have been granted the role of defending freedom in its hour of maximum danger. I do not shrink from this responsibility. I welcome it. I do not believe that any of us would exchange places with any other people or any other generation. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it.
and the glow from that fire can truly light the world. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.